What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar. And if you want even more guitar content, be sure to check out axesandblades.com. There's a bunch more guitar content on there, as well as Axes and Blades across YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you get your guitar content. Today, I just wanted to give a quick tip for anyone who is maybe not interested in recording guitar, and that is get into recording guitar. Sounds a bit weird, right? I know that for a lot of people, you're not necessarily interested in, basically, in terms of your guitar playing in really recording music. You don't necessarily want to record an album. You maybe think that you might want to do that in the future, but you're not there yet. You don't really want to record songs. You're not really into that. You're into playing live, you're into jam band, you go to blues jam nights, whatever it is that you're into with guitar, that means that really you're not into recording. It's not really your thing. Here's why I think you should get into it. And in what way I mean this. I don't mean that you should necessarily get into going the whole nine yards and laying down tracks and uh, really trying to produce an entire massive 90 minute long concept album yourself. Not at all. I don't even necessarily think you should really be working on recording a bunch of songs and getting them to sound as professional as you as you possibly can. If that's not what you're into, you should focus on what you're into with guitar. So why do I say you should still try recording guitar even on a regular basis if that's not what you're into, if that's got nothing to do with your goals on guitar, if you're just learning, if you're just having fun, if you're just like jamming with people, why would you get into recording? I think it's super useful to get into recording in a really light way, even in just the lightest, easiest way. And I'll talk about some super easy ways to get into it just because I think it works on some great skills. I spent a lot of today recording guitar, doubling up guitar, recording and writing tracks to guitar tracks I already had and putting them together. It's nothing professional, it's nothing that you're going to put out there necessarily into the world and you know, sell to people or whatever. So why was I doing it? Well, you know, I I personally enjoy it. But even if you don't, I think there's a lot you can get out of it. And I actually think it's a way to make learning and improving on some other guitar skills a lot more interesting and fun than maybe some of the traditional ways or the more obvious ways. So one thing that I found is that everyone talks about playing with a metronome got to play with the metronome to practice things absolutely and you know there's maybe a lot of people listening who don't mind that who enjoy if they're working on let's say alternate picking an alternate picking run to try and really get that down you start with a metronome really slow and you work from there you play it really really slow to the metronome making sure your time is perfect and you build up and up and up and not only will that help you with that specific technique or even that specific riff or run or whatever it is that you're learning it's also going to just help with your timing in general because you're playing more with a metronome right that's what people say and that's absolutely true it's a great thing to do and if you can get yourself sitting down doing that regularly you should do it you should, you should try it if you if you've never really tried it before but a lot of us find that we do it now and again, but we don't keep up a good habit of it because we don't find it that interesting. It's not as interesting as playing in a bunch of other ways. Well, if you can get into recording a little bit, the great thing is that if you're wanting to layer a couple of guitar parts, doesn't need to have drums, doesn't need to have vocals, doesn't need to be mixed and mastered or anything. Just layer up some guitar parts, play 
if you love playing songs, for example, play guitar part one, then learn guitar part two and play that put together. See if you can get it sounding like it sounds when the two guitarists play together in whatever band that is. If you enjoy writing music, it's a great way to practice writing music. But either way, if you're wanting to layer up a couple of guitars, a couple of guitar parts, not going to work unless they are really in time. Otherwise, it's just going to be really difficult when you go to record that second guitar, but obviously to get it right. So I find that whilst I don't necessarily find it very easy to keep a super solid routine of playing to a metronome, I play I play a lot. I'm really happy with how much I play, and I definitely could do focus practice more, but I'm pretty good at keeping up with that. But metronome, I'm not great at that. What I found is I've actually spent a lot of time recently in the last year playing to a metronome, but it's because I'm not sitting thinking about, hey, now it's time for metronome practice. I have actually just been recording guitar parts. I'm wanting to try layering up some guitar parts, try writing something new, and I think that a second guitar would be helpful. So what do I do? I get my recording stuff out, whatever setup you have, and I play to a metronome, and then the second guitar comes in, and I'm trying to get my timing perfect with my other playing and the kind of idiosyncrasies or whatever of my of my first guitar track and the metronome itself. I'm working on timing there. I'm working on the syncopation between my hands. I'm, I'm, I'm working on a lot of guitar skills there, but I'm kind of doing it in a way that's kind of tricking myself into doing it so that I'm actually doing it way more regularly because I found a way that makes it way more fun. Like I talked before about a bunch of guitar stuff, it's all about maximizing success on this podcast for me and... Um, if you can find a way to make it enjoyable and it still works on those skills, as long as there's not to the detriment of your playing or to the detriment of the practice, I think that's a great idea. So you can actually work on your timing by getting into recording. Even if you have no intention to show this music to anyone, if you go to record music and you enjoy either playing someone else's music with both guitar parts together or you enjoy writing your own music, It'll get you playing to a metronome, even if metronome practice was previously the most boring thing in the world, which is great. The other thing I'm already mentioning there is writing music. Um, It can be a great writing tool rather than just sitting writing on your own. If you're having writer's block in those kind of situations or you're just not feeling inspired or, you know, even if you are still getting inspired and enjoying writing in the same way that you usually do, probably just sitting there fiddling around with some ideas on guitar, even if it's going well, you want to expand to some new ideas at some point, right? You want to keep experimenting and expanding. So whether it's going well, whether you're getting bored, whether you're getting stuck in a rut, something that can really help is, well, there's a ton of stuff to help with that. That's all another topic on its own. But I found that recording and having a little recording setup can help. In what way? Well, I found that if you go to write a second guitar part over something you already have, it completely changes the way you play sometimes. Um, It can also help if you have a recording setup where you get some little uh, backing tracks or some little um, kind of drum samples that you can put together into like a little basically composition of of some drums and write to that. Again, working on your timing. And now it's not just metronome timing, it's working on the timing in terms of rhythmically, how does this drum pattern work and how would guitar sit with that, which is a whole nother kind of part, that's sort of a section of rhythm and timing that you want to work on as a guitar player, kind of getting into the feel of a drum groove and a rhythm section and seeing how you'd work with that. Great skill. Fun way to do it is to write to something and record and listen back and see what you want to change. 
in that, it can be a great setting to reinvigorate your writing and get more inspired for sure. Writing a second guitar part on top of your guitar part can really get you newly inspired to write in general, but also it can get you more inspired about a part that you may be kind of soured on. You write a guitar part and you think, oh, it's great. And then the next day you're like, ah, oh, there's something in there, but I kind of feel like it's not there. Having a recording, again, to like a metronome so you can play along to it properly and clearly, having a recording of your playing and then going along with it can really just open up your ideas and make you fall in love with something you've written again and inspire you and go into you writing the whole rest of the song. I find it super good to be able to do that. Within that as well, that process of writing second guitar parts to your original guitar parts or to a backtrack or someone else's guitar parts, writing in another guitar part. You can do that to your favorite songs. You can do it to, like I said, backing tracks, but also to your own stuff. It's a great skill for some ear training as well, because if you push yourself and you try and work out what the first guitar part's doing, obviously if it's yours and you recorded it earlier in the same day, you could probably remember, but you work it out. And then you often start to get ideas in your head. You start to get a sense of like, oh, I want something on top of that. Or you put down a first take of your accompanying guitar part and it's just not very interesting. So you start to try and push to get something else, something that doesn't necessarily come naturally to your fingers, but just from listening to music and everything, you've got something in your head. And that way it can help, not necessarily with a strict ear training. For that, you're going to, there's, much better ways that people far more knowledgeable about all these things than me can help you out far more than me but it's not really near training anything but it does help a little bit with training your ear and it does help with um training your ear especially in a sense of working with another guitarist even if it's working with yourself which is a slightly different thing you hear this first guitar part and you start to get an idea of what you'd like there's some kind of vague idea in your head you can kind of hear something and to be able to work that out then on the guitar and know where your fingers should be going and know which sort of intervals are coming to mind that's a skill that's a really important skill for working with other musicians and for writing music and it's really really easy to work on that and to to still be inspired and to enjoy it by writing along to back and track or writing a second guitar part for your first guitar part. Within that as well, it can be an interesting way to learn theory in a more applied way. I've definitely found it helps to try and start solidifying some of the vague chunks of theory flying around my dumb, empty guitarist head. I've definitely found that it helps to, instead of just sit there and try to drill stuff into my head, you know, I didn't, I didn't necessarily find that enjoyable. Like a lot of people, I forced myself to do it to some extent. But I need to do much more. I know I need I know there's so much more I need to learn about every aspect of guitar, but theory, like like many of you listening, probably. It's the same thing, right? We we struggle with that, especially as like I said, our as empty headed guitarists. You know. But at least we're pretty, right? At least we look cool. <laughs> uh that's why it's why all those other instruments and all those other musicians have to learn theory. It's just compensation for not looking cool enough. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool if you can play a freaking bassoon, man. That looks crazy. Saxophone, tr- trumpet, violin. Yeah, actually, I can't think of a not cool instrument. In my opinion, anyway. But I think it's cool to know music theory as well. <laughs> I think most of us would agree. Be like, yeah, okay, rock and roll is cool. But you know what's cooler? Those guys that can play anything and they can just pick stuff up by ear and they can sight read. That's cool. But um, And know the theory of everything and you can 
play them a piece of music once and they can tell you everything that's happening in it. All of those people are much cooler, actually. But apart from that, we're the coolest. Um, You know, in our sort of dumb, empty brain, you know, insert diagram of a guitarist brain here where sort of 96% of it is pentatonics. Um, and the other 4% is gear, boss pedal knowledge. <laughs> um, in, in my empty guitar player skull, I have actually found it really useful to solidify theory when you're doing it in a practical way. Now, working with other musicians can be a way to do that and like writing stuff with them and having musicians around you who know their stuff. But for example, if you really enjoy writing music, write something that you then want to harmonize to and start trying to figure out what notes sound good and what notes don't. Again, you can kind of work your ear on this, figure some stuff out by ear, but when you start to create a second guitar part that's harmonizing, you can start to work out some basic things like, okay, I'm oh, I'm playing in thirds, and then that note that I found really interesting, I step outside of just playing in, in harmonizing, and it's, oh, okay, that's interesting. Oh, okay, why does that note sound interesting? Oh, okay, it's this interval. Okay, what chord have I got there? And then you can start to you know pick up some knowledge perhaps from again someone far more knowledgeable than me about playing to the changes a great way to put that to the test is to start creating your own little chord sequences and your own little um you know they don't even have to be full backing tracks just recording a guitar to a metronome with some nice changes so you know what the changes are it's nicely timed and then experiment to those changes and when you get something that works or you get something that sounds particularly ugly (laughs) you can you can stop there and um go okay why does that sound good why does or why does it sound like jazz you know those are the those those are usually the two options um how have i accidentally played wrong slash jazz but you can start to delineate why things sound good and start to try and learn theoretically why do i like the sound of that why do i like the sound of that why when the core changes here does change into this position work and then you can start to try and figure that out and for me that's a really interesting way to learn theory and it's often very memorable and it's it's not difficult to then see how to apply it because I've learned it by applying it. So like I say, I'm not a very knowledgeable person. I need to learn far, far, far more. But bits that I am learning, I'm finding that the bits that stick with me and that I, I can work with are ones that I've written things with and and, and um, already learned in an applied kind of way. And the easiest way to do that is in a recording setup where I can bounce ideas off myself, essentially. And that's taught me a lot in that way as well. So there's a bunch of reasons for why, even if you don't want to actually record your music and put it out there or sell it or show it to people or just listen to it yourself even, it's actually a really good practice to, I think. Now, if you want to hear about a bunch of different things about how you can set up a recording setup that's super simple, not got a bunch of option paralysis, not got a bunch of complicated stuff you don't need, is ready to go and is it inexpensive as possible or hitting every price point i do actually have a podcast on this podcast an episode already about that uh, i believe it's called something like start recording guitar today it's a it's an early episode from here um it's about recording you should go back and check that out for like a full list because i'm not going to go through that whole podcast again here but i will give just a couple of quick ideas that i mentioned there that are great for getting into recording really quickly that don't have a ton of options these are things that aren't built for making your whole pristine glorious i don't know devon townsend like incredible metal opera album you know these are things which are 
you can do a lot with them you could make a whole album with these things you absolutely could that's what i said in the other podcast you could absolutely do you know you could achieve your goals absolutely with these things but speaking about if you're not really into recording for recording's sake but you're interested in trying it like i say because it's a great way to actually work on a bunch of skills and to improve your guitar playing in a bunch of ways and a new interesting way to try out guitar and to be inspired i'm going to list a few here that are very easy to get into super inexpensive and can let you focus on your playing not on learning recording or whatever else would feel like it's getting in the way so like i said if you want the full kind of (laughs) experience of um, going through a bunch of more of these options and similar options in depth um, you can go back and check out the episode of this podcast that is called start recording guitar now um it's very early on in this podcast and you should definitely go check it out so that's what it's called it's called start recording guitar now anyway here's a couple of ideas if you want to be using your laptop your pc if you have a way to get your guitar signal like an audio interface into your laptop your mac whatever i can recommend audacity it is a free i believe it's an open source developed thing and it is a free to download completely free uh digital audio workstation that actually has a bunch more features than you would expect but one of the reasons you wouldn't necessarily expect it, it to have that many is it's extremely simple to use and even if you're worried about not really wanting to learn software and it's difficult this is really simple one and two um there are a ton a ton a ton a ton of help resources online people make youtube videos all the time about how to do this the the basic beginning things on audacity just how do i set up a track how do i get recording with audacity so there's a ton of help for you there great for if you just want nothing getting in the way i just want to be able to hit record and there's my guitar track audacity is great for that and it has things like you know metronomes you can layer a bunch of tracks and then you can start even doing a bunch a little bit more complicated stuff with it if you feel like you're getting into recording and you kind of want to do more so audacity is a great one there's a bunch of apps on your phones and things that can help as well um one that i have played around with and used a bit i've used a bunch of little like four track recorders um sometimes the phone apps are great because like the free ones and stuff can be really really simple and just you have a little metronome you just record into it and you don't care about sound quality and stuff you can just even use the mic on your uh on your phone but of course you can have iRig and things like that to plug a guitar into your phone that's an option but if you're literally just wanting to for example work on timing some of those phone apps can be great and really simple just stick on a metronome you record the first track with basically the mic of your phone and then you move to an next track and you start recording the next part that can be super simple for something with a bit more features, BandLab, for example, is a phone app that has a bunch of social signing. You can kind of like share your tracks in that, but you don't need to do any of that stuff. You can actually just have a reasonably comprehensive phone recording solution with actually a ton of features that is, again, very simple to just start using to record tracks and layer them up. So BandLab might be one to check out if you would rather use your phone, for example. Um, if you want an all-in-one solution, I talked a bunch about the boss br products there's like the micro br the br 400 the br 800 i think is the is the numbers they are basically all in one little sort of miniature one 
piece of equipment recording studio is kind of the idea um so the idea is that you can record into those they have a ton of different guitar sounds built into them they have a ton of different like amp simulations and stuff they have drum simulations and drum tracks that you can add in so you can kind of build a little backing track for yourself by kind of sticking drums that are already to that are already in there sort of little loops if you like you can stick them together um i i talked about using the micro br myself and how i've used it for one of the things i love it for is like a kind of little sound notebook that you can then have more comprehensive features on so it's got a bunch of cool built-in built-in amps ton of built-in sounds built-in effects so you can get a nice guitar tone that, that you enjoy if it's like this it's the size of basically a phone if little bit bigger but it fits in your pocket this thing and then metronome and all that stuff you switch to another track you can pan tracks left and right and then you can start you can layer tracks up super easily layer a bunch of guitar tracks off take a bunch of different takes and switch between them to see which takes you prefer different tracks really useful again has a ton more features that you can then go into and you can make much more comprehensive things with it but they're also very easy the boss products to just get into and use and as with boss things you know there's a certain sound quality i feel like you expect uh and a build quality and durability and all that and it has all those things as a boss product so that's a cool thing i feel like for us guitarists we can get a little bit of comfortableness from that uh, and i think i would check reverb i think you could find those probably some of those units reasonably cheap now some of them are reasonably old but as boss products they would hopefully still be working i can't obviously comment on any of them but um they're cool and they're simple if you prefer not spending more time on your laptop or your phone you kind of want to get away from that and i get that um, you want a separate space and to be honest with guitarity sometimes with any creative thing it can help to have a separated space like for example if you work on your laptop or you already spend a bunch of time on your phone it can be a bit hard to find that an inspiring space and so um this the separate unit can be really helpful for that um i find as well and i know i find it good just because i find it like easier to navigate and and stuff when it's not necessarily another piece of software or another app or whatever i found it nice to have it separate in a mental kind of creative way but also um enjoyed having it as a all-in-one unit i talked about that on the recording podcast as well so anyway i blabbed on long enough but that's just the point of today's episode is to encourage you to get some kind of little way to record guitar it can just be the easiest way it's not about sound quality but get some way of recording guitar not to show anyone but to work on a bunch of skills and to find maybe more and new um interesting ways yeah new and more interesting ways to work on some of the core essential guitar skills i think that this is something that's really improved my playing and has made improving playing very very fun and a lot more likely to bring me back to do these practice things again and again and again than some other practice routines um although it's good to have a mix it's good to have very focused practice routines as well as doing this kind of stuff with the recording as well as doing just whatever you want that's really the important thing is to enjoy it that'll keep you coming back at the end of the day so make sure you're doing that if you try some of this recording stuff and you hate it you absolutely do not need to do it it's about finding what works but i think that for some people who don't want to record using recording software but for this purpose rather than making music to show people could actually be a cool fun way to kind of reinvigorate some practice habits so that's enough of that as always it comes back to making music enjoying music enjoying guitar and all that good stuff music's what we love music's what we're all about guitar is what we're all about so we always finish with an album a song an artist a performance or whatever to go check out and today we've got some heavy stuff 
some nice massive sounding layered guitars in this maybe i'm thinking if you enjoy the sound of the massive guitars in this you're going to want to start layering your own massive guitar sounds and that gets you recording maybe i don't know or maybe it's just because i think this track is awesome this is a track from the band cult of luna and this song is called i the weapon if you go and search for cult of luna the weapon for example cult of luna i colon the weapon it will show up it is massive it's huge i freaking love the the guitar tone here and just the enormous brutal sound of it it's fantastic so go and enjoy that if that sounds like your thing go and enjoy a bunch of music you love take care of yourselves take care of one another and as always i will catch you tomorrow